of Curveballs and Chair Shots. My name is Brandon Tanguma. Sitting beside me here is Dominic Hobson. We are not in the Hobson household for the first time in a long time. We're, we're in the Tanguma We're in the Tanguma asylum. Trap House. Okay, Trap House. That's fine. Yeah, I had to do like TT. Uh, Hobson household. Uh, okay. Okay, I like it. There you go. So. It's, it just rolls off the tongue. We were almost going to not have a podcast together this week because the studio audience was being a major studio audience this weekend. I like the, the choice of words right there. Very good choice. Very good choice of words because you know, I could just unleash the clip on her because she doesn't listen to this. But then maybe you know she this will be the one time she does listen to it. And then I think Edwin listens to it still. Shout out to Edwin. He's one of our five people who listen. Woo! Anyways, now let's start off with some big trade talk. Dominic, are you ready for this? But which trades are we going to talk about? Probably like Andre Udala, maybe Andrew Wiggins because it's Bay Area trade. I don't know, Brandon. What are we going to start off with? Well, we were going to start off with basketball trades. Yes, the trade deadline came and went on a Thursday. First time in a long time we're talking about basketball because we've been talking mostly baseball and football the past few weeks. But now, we got the heat. They won the Andre Iguodala sweepstakes. People on Warriors Twitter were all asking for him to come back, you know, reunite the team. He's going to come back. They're going to win the championship next year. But nope, the Heat win the Iguodala sweepstakes. And the Heat, surprisingly, are probably second best team in the East behind the Bucks. So, Dominic, Iggy hasn't played at all this year with his time with Memphis. How do you think he will do now with the Heat and a two-year extension? I th- I think he fits actually pretty good with the Heat. Um, they're they're they haven't been playing too bad. I think him and Jimmy Butler would be a kind of like I'm not gonna say it's like a re reimagined AI in him, but yeah, you know Jimmy Butler does have you know some type of like the way he plays kind of reminds me of AI a little bit. So um, which is probably someone's going to be listening to this and you know say AI and him and Jimmy Butler are nowhere near each other, but to me they are. Um, but um, I think he, he, he'll gel in pretty good in Miami. Iguodala is past his prom. I still think he has something to offer, hopefully the time off. He's gotten his body right, and he can go for the, the sprint of the playoffs. I think the Heat are a very good team. I still don't know if they can beat the Bucks, but they beat the Brakes off of the 76ers, which we could talk about a little bit later. I think during the All-Star break, we'll run down the playoff picture. We can talk about all the teams and how they stack up. But uh, moving on, we got D'Angelo Russell from the Warriors getting traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves for Andrew Wiggins, a 2021 first draft pick and a 2022 second round draft pick. You must said the Twins. I actually didn't say the Twins. You said Minnesota Twins. Timberwolves. Uh, twins and Timberwolves sound the same in the beginning. Oh, I know. Exactly. Minnesota. Anyways. Anyways. D'Lo D- and Cat are like best friends. There's like videos of them reuniting, coming off the plane. It's so beautiful. I was never the biggest fan of the D'Angelo Russell move because it's like, okay, once Steph and Clay come back, you're going to have like three guards and two of them don't play defense. So they were trying to shop D'Lo. I don't think they were getting a whole lot in return, and this was the best thing they can do. 
I think Wiggins is is a a, a decent fit. Um, I think Steph's coming back pretty soon, so I'm sure they were just trying to get him out as soon as possible with a decent deal, and getting the you know a protected pick is pretty good as well. I mean, I mean they also lost uh, Burks and Robinson, right? I think I, I think Alex Burks and the Warriors also had a trade with the 76ers and that's who they I believe. So there's a lot of little moves that are going on back and forth. I do like Wiggins, you know, first first overall draft pick wins rookie of the year. Not hasn't like lived up to a number 1 draft pick potential, but I was listening to the radio and they said, you know, if he's like a, a Harrison Barnes, I think that's that's great. That's a great fit for them. That's the most you can ask for. And if he's better then it's even better. I think he'll be better. Um, I don't think he'll. Not not to say Harrison Barnes is not good, but he was very hot and then got cold. I think if Wiggins just stays at a good average, he should fit in perfectly. In, in do you say Golden State or do you say San Francisco? I say San Francisco. It's Golden State because Golden State is you know, is San Francisco, Oakland, the entire California. Oh, he fits in perfect in San Francisco. But he wouldn't be a perfect fit in Oakland. God, no. Okay. So, with the Warriors getting maybe a top five draft pick, they get Wiggins. How do you think the Warriors are going to stack up next year? As long as Steph Clay, Wiggins, Draymond. Wait, Draymond coming? Is Jay- Dray- Draymond's in his last year, right? He's a free agent next year, isn't he? Maybe. Maybe. I, th- I think he is, but. Let's just say Draymond comes back. If those four stay healthy and we get we pick up a Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh my fucking god! Can you imagine that? I'm asking. Can you can you can you imagine that? Yeah, I can imagine it. Because Warriors Twitter is all talking about it. It ain't gonna happen. Watch Giannis didn't go to fucking L.A. Watch. Speaking of L.A., they have made. Some trades, not the Lakers. The Lakers didn't really make any trades. They wanted to trade for Marcus Morris, but they didn't get him. But in fact, the Los Angeles Clippers get Marcus Morris. So the rich get richer. The Clippers are able to add a solid big man. And both of us picked the L.A. team. I picked the Clippers. You picked the Lakers. Lakers didn't get him. Clippers did, Dominic. Your thoughts? Your point? What's your point? You trying to rub it in my face, dog? Well, I'm trying to be, you know, we, both, I'm not trying to be local teams, here. I'm trying to talk about stuff that happened outside L.A. Both, are, outside both our favorite Bay. teams are not going to be playing for the title this year. We're talking about the Heat are going to upset the Bucks, and they're going to the finals, baby. No. Bucks are going to go to the finals against the Clip. Oh, fuck. Never mind. I quit. I quit the podcast. So you have nothing to say about Marcus Morris going to the Clippers. I think I'm sick, by the way. You heard here first. Dominic has the coronavirus. <laughs> I have the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, man, this sucks. Um, I mean... Weren't you just sick, like, two weeks ago? I think so. 2020, the end of Dominic. Terrible immune system. Sorry, I eat like shit and don't work out. What happened to getting, you know, a good diet, 2020, new year, new me. Well, I haven't really going out to eat all that much, actually, you know. Because you broke. Yes. That's why. How's that, how's that protein that uh, you bought? You know, you guys went to Costco, you dropped a bunch of money, got this new blender, got some healthy stuff. 
got it's a kumquat there. plant or it's tree. Is it a plant or a tree? It's a tree. It's a tree. Okay. It's getting there. It's getting there. Okay. But, you know. Morris, solid D. Solid man. Um, solid D for Marcus Morris. <laughs> oh, God. Let's move on from his D, please. Let's talk about, uh, you know. Continuing on with men who have good D, we got Andre Drummond. Solid center. Maybe the best center in the league. He was toiling away over there in Detroit, and he gets moved to an even worse team in the Cleveland Cavaliers. He posted on Twitter he was not very happy. He didn't really get the news about the trade until it came out to the public. Dominic, I know it's the Cleveland Cavaliers, so obviously there's not much hope that they're going to be good anytime soon, but it's probably one of the best players at his position in the league getting moved. I mean, it gives him something to, to dabble with. I mean, you know... When LeBron's on the was on the Cavs, he was the best player. I mean, yeah, he had Kevin Love, but Kevin Love isn't what he used to be. Tristan Thompson, not all that good. You lost Shepard. You lost uh, no Shepard's on the team. No, he's lost. He's gone, right? I don't. I don't know. I don't keep up with the Cleveland Cavaliers roster moves. I'm sorry. You should, but you know they they lost a lot of uh, key players. You know Kyrie, LeBron. So, J.R. Smith. So, I mean, just turn depends on, you know, it gives them something to trade with to get some, you know, some big names, maybe. As I said, once the All-Star break comes around, which is in a few weeks, correct? I don't know. Uh, we're going to go, it's okay, Dominic. You can sit there, relax, you know, get a water or something, get, get better. I'll be right back in a minute. How about you just talk about baseball stuff and I'll be right back. Well, Dominic, you are absolutely correct. I was going to talk about baseball stuff because we have some big name trades in the news. Yes, we have been waiting for either Mookie Betts or Nolan Arenado to get moved and it has finally happened. The LA Dodgers, yes, the Los Angeles Dodgers trade for Mookie Betts and David Price. They send outfield prospect. He played a little bit with the Dodgers at the end of the year, Alex Verdugo, and the Twins get Kenta Maeda, and they send over a flamethrowing 103-mile-an-hour pitcher. I, 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 got, I got this name. Bruce, Brustard? Bruce, Bruce Dar Gratterall. Bruce Dar Gratterall. Nailed it. So, the Red Sox, this is basically a cash dump. They are basically trying to be the Oakland Athletics, the Tampa Bay Rays. They are dumping these big-name contracts. Obviously, David Price is probably not worth the money he was getting paid. Mookie Betts, I think, is worth the money he's getting paid, and he's going to have his free agent year coming up next year. He's going to make a shit ton of money. And now, Dominic, the one of the biggest names, the biggest teams in the game are making Oakland Athletic moves by dumping salary cap and getting below the luxury tax. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Giants here. Sorry. No, we, I mean, if you want, we can talk about Hunter Pence signing with the Giants. Biggest name. Oh, my name. God. Oh, my God. He's back. Yeah. No, no. He. No. How do you feel that bets with the Dodgers? How do, you, how, do you, how do you feel about that? Well, I think it is bad for baseball when you have the Red Sox, who are one of the most expensive teams in the league. They charge the most for ticket prices and everything like that when they're making these salary dumps to get below luxury taxes and Mookie Betts is arguably, yes I know Mike Trout is probably the best player in the league, but you can make a solid argument that Mookie Betts is the best player in the league 
and he was going to make a lot of money, but he was deserved that money, his first real big-time contract in the league. And when you have the Boston Red Sox just dumping players because they don't want to pay him, it's not that they can't afford him, it's they don't want to pay him. I think that's not a good move for the sport of baseball. So they go to the... Going to the Dodgers, is it because the Dodgers are the only team that can afford him? Let's be honest, a lot of teams can afford him. It's who wants to pay for him. The Dodgers are like the Red Sox 10 years ago or 15 years ago when they're trying to break a curse. They're trying to break a streak. They've been to the World Series so many times. They haven't been able to get it done. And now I wouldn't be shocked if we the Dodgers finally get the job done. They win one this year. Maybe they win another one like two years. And then they become the Red Sox and they start dumping uh, players and trying to save money because we got the title. The fans are happy. And shut the fuck up. We're trying to make money now, even though we're making a shit ton of money already. We're trying to make more money. But we already know the A's are going to, you know, go to the World Series this year, right? Of course. Especially now that it is official, the studio audience will be working with the Oakland Athletics. Well, te- technically, it's it's called Airmark. I said working with the Oakland Athletics. Not for, because every time I say, oh, she works for the Warriors, she gets all buttered at me. She doesn't work for the Warriors anymore. <laughs> all those free bubbleheads are gone. And t-shirts. Apparently, there's going to because the Warriors are finally coming back home after the Kobe Bryant situation that they're going to give out, like, free Kobe t-shirts or something. Would love to have one of those. Damn, too bad she doesn't work for them anymore. Damn. Guess we have to hit up her uh, Guess we're her best to... friend. Yep, gonna have to hit up Amy. Shout out Amy. Shout out Amy. What to do, Amy? Oh, I was going to say what to do, too. You motherfucker. I can say it. If you say you get in trouble. True. So what to not do. Yes. Anyways. Anyways. The uh, Red Sox, maybe Dominic, talk about uh, the Red Sox point of view here. Yes, they got some good prospects, but uh, Alex Verdugo's a pretty good player, but who he might not be Mookie Betts, and you had Mookie Betts, and you let him go. I mean, be, if I was a GM, I would look at anything else I could cut before cutting my best players, you know what I mean? Like, I would, I would get rid of Price. I don't find him as... David Price is much more of a salary dump than Mookie Betts because he was on the back end of a big-time contract where he wasn't really living up to it. That being said, I mean, he is a pretty good fourth starter for a team, so. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a decent, you know, fourth, you know. He's a really good fourth starter. He's probably one of the best fourth starters in the league. But I would rather get cut him and still find those other little things I could cut before getting rid of Mookie Betts, definitely. And then plus, being that, unless the Red Sox think, hey, we're not going to do shit for the next couple seasons, okay, let's give them to a team that, like the Dodgers, who are going to be doing shit for the next few seasons, okay, give them the Dodgers. But, you know, I think every team, especially the Red Sox, you know, they need to think, like, we're going to go to the World Series, let's not give it to a team that could fuck us. You know, but they're in the National them, League, so they can't fuck them that much. Well, I mean, Red Sox versus Dodgers in the, in the World Series. The Red Sox aren't going to the World Series, let's be honest. I'm, I'm just saying. It's between the Yankees and the Rays in the East. Sure, whatever you say. But you say that now, and, you know, some random teams doesn't come out of nowhere and win the East. Like the Orioles. Orioles would come up this year. Yes, sir. Is it a foregone conclusion that the Dodgers win the National League and possibly even win the World Series. When, ooh, um, no. I'm going to say no because because you never know. There could be a key injury. 
There could be um, a team that just gets really hot. You know, and never, you never know. Maybe Mookie doesn't gel well, and they end up, and he just ends up just saying fuck it and just leaves or something. You never know. There could be a lot of things that could that could happen in a whole season. I don't so think I'm Mookie Betts is gonna leave in the middle of the season in a contract year. I'm just gonna say, you never know. Where do things have happened? I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, the Minnesota Twins get Kenta Maeda, another veteran arm for the rotation. Should be a good move. Twins making some moves. I think they should win the Central once again. But L.A. continues to make moves to make room for Mookie Betts. They trade their star outfielder, Jock Peterson. He goes to the Angels. Now the Angels are looking sneaky good with Jock Peterson, uh, Mike Trout. They sign, uh, oh my God, Anthony Rendon. Shohei Otani is on the team coming back, possibly going to pitch now that he's off of Tommy John. The Angels, we got the A's, the Astros. Who knows what the hell is going to go on with them? The uh, the Angels are starting to make a comeback now. So what you're saying is the A's have no chance of making the playoffs. I didn't say that. They don't. How do you know? They don't. They put well, what, what moves have the A's made this year, huh? This offseason. They got Tony Kemp, second baseman. Read way better than that bum Jock, Pe- or Jock Peterson. Jerks and Profar. Jack Peterson, Jerks and Profar. Easy mistake, you know. Both JPs. But his wife, Jerks and Profar, makes great Rupert floats. You know? Clears your right out. Right, Dominic? Uh, I plead the fifth. Anyways, I think the uh, the Angels should be a good team. Possibly they could sneak into the wild card spot. Maybe they could uh, bump the A's. Maybe the A's win the West and the Astros are sitting on the outside looking in. But we got Super Bowl talk. But not the final football talk we got to talk about. We're going to get to that in a little bit. The Kansas City Chiefs are your Super Bowl 54 champions, defeating the San Francisco Giants, San Francisco 49ers. I did it. God damn it, Dominic. 31 to 20. So, Dominic had work. So, for uh, full disclosure, Dominic, when did you come back home and start watching the game? Caught the second half, the start of the second half. All right. So, the uh, first half, pretty back and forth. A lot of talking points coming out of it that Kyle Shanahan didn't take the timeout when the Chiefs got the fourth down. Then they run the ball, but then they throw at the very end. And maybe Jimmy G's best pass of the game was a pass that didn't even matter because it was a ticky-tack offensive P.I., which it probably wasn't. But the Kyle Shanahan not showing a lot of confidence with his quarterback at the end of the first half, Dominic. Do you blame him? I don't. I don't think Jimmy G has the arm like everyone thinks he does. On that offensive P.I. throw to George Kittle, that was a dot, though. Okay, yeah. And Kittle didn't even really need to do that. He he threw it over the top, and the defender was behind him like a step. He didn't need to push off. Well. But he did. But he did. But I just... Jimmy G, to me, is a steady quarterback I don't think he can he doesn't have an arm um like everyone like a lot of people say he can throw the bomb I don't think he can I think he's good for like 10 yards 15 yard passes you know nothing above 25 like he's not he can't throw bombs accurately I'll take that he can't throw bombs accurately so since we uh going into the second half Dominic did you see the halftime show with Shakira and J-Lo. No, I did not. You did not. I did not. The you only not. thing I saw was the meme of Shakira going... 
Well, since you are going to be alone all day and studio audience will be at work, you have time to go on the YouTube, maybe, you know, pull it up on the PlayStation on the big screen. You can watch it on YouTube in full. You can uh, get all of the glory in the high definition. It's a beautiful halftime Is show. Is that really that good? It was a really good halftime show, Dominic. Beautiful maybe, choreography. Maybe I will look it up. You haven't seen anything on the Twitter. I mean, I saw some booty shaking. That's about it, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to answer the the debate around the world is what was better, Shakira or J Lo? Shakira. But how can you say that? You even see it. I like Shakira more than J Lo. Shakira looks more clean. J Lo looks like a hood rat. Oh, are you saying that Shakira or that J Lo has a stinky pussy like Carrie Sane? Yep. Hot takes coming out from Dominic. Mm-hmm. So then we get into the second half. The San Francisco 49ers, not the Giants, they get out to a 20 to 10 lead, 10 points into the fourth quarter, seven minutes to go. You'd think, oh, okay, the 49ers got this. But nope, Kyle Shanahan does what he does best, choking in the Super Bowl. And the Chiefs make the comeback. And not only score like 14 points, but they score 21 points in seven minutes, winning 31 to 20. Dominic, your thoughts on the, did the Chiefs win it? Or did the 49ers lose it? I'm going to say... I'm not even going to say the 49ers lose it. I'm going to say every, all the blame goes to Shanahan. He is the head play caller. He should have said, we need to do this and, and instead of that. He is the reason the Niners lost this game. The Chiefs didn't... The Chief, If they would have just made a few different plays... I think uh, the Chiefs maybe could have came back a little bit, but not win it. And then the difference is you would have Jimmy G, George Kittle, drinking beers and on top of trolleys in the city versus George Kittle and, I mean, Travis, whatever his fucking name is. And hey, You respect Travis Kelsey. The Pink Yetis came out in full force and somebody is at the door. I wonder who it could be. Should we, should we take a live, live phone call and see who's at the door? Sure. Let's see who. I'm who, Mike. Who is at the door? Is it some UPS worker? Is it like some stupid ass? Oh, it's some lady with her kids. I ain't answering that shit. Should I just should I just stare at them and see how long it takes for them to leave? They better not answer. They better not ring the goddamn doorbell again. Ooh, kinda... Are these are these like the Jehovah's Witnesses? I think it might be. Should I go run out there and be like? It's like two Dad. ladies in in a skirt and they're walking away. Thank God. Now, now, now you, uh, you hit the button. And say, I'm the devil. I don't, I don't know. No, the devil lives here. So this is, might be the first time that we've actually, like, you know, answered a call. A call on the. Thank podcast. you to the Jehovah's Witnesses. Thank you to the Jehovah's Witnesses. Finally, we got some fan mail. <laughs> Damn it. Oh well, well, you know, thinking the spam, spam mail. That's all we get is spam from Bleach Report because Dominic never deletes his emails. <sighs> you know what, man? Give me a break. Keep talking about. Well, he told me to put, you know, respect on his name, which I won't. Fuck him. So, yes, the Pink Yetis came out in full force. Damian Williams probably should have been the MVP, but Patrick Mahomes, as long as he showed up, didn't cost the Chiefs the win, and the Chiefs got the victory. He was going to be the MVP. We all kind of knew that. Youngest player in history to be MVP and Super Bowl MVP at 24 years of age. So, Dominic, he's younger than us. What the fuck are we doing with our lives? Fucking wasting it away doing this meaningless podcast. It's not meaningless. We appreciate all of our listeners out there. Yeah, like the millions and millions of them. Seven. 
being very generous. But uh, going to my thoughts, I thought that the 49ers definitely should have ran the ball more. They were having success. They were doing like screen throws and short little dinks and dunks. And yes, Jimmy G wasn't really throwing the ball downfield. He wasn't really asked to throw the ball downfield. But I thought you're up by two possessions, seven minutes to go, and you throw the ball on first down. Like, what the hell are you doing? Run the ball. Or no, they ran the ball, got five yards, and then they threw the ball, and then they threw the ball again. Like, you just run the ball two times, see where you're at. If it's like still third and five, third and four, then you can throw it. I can see it. Jimmy G did miss some passes here and there. Like, there was a throw to Kittle over the middle that he should have made. It got blocked. He threw interceptions. Now, the Chiefs, I mean, they had a great game plan. They had some good plays. They converted fourth downs twice. So I would say it's... I I always like to give more credit to the team than blame on the other team. So I'll give it like 60% Chiefs winning it, 40% Niners losing it. That being said, we talked a little bit about it. Tom Brady was on his Hulu shit. We talked about the picture he did, and it was all for a Hulu ad. Now people are saying it'd be such a storybook ending for Tom Brady to come home, San Mateo boy, and play for the San Francisco 49ers. He went to Candlestick to watch the catch. Do you think that the Niners could dump Jimmy G, only give him like $4 million, and sign Tom Brady? Should they? Should they, yes. Will they, no. I think Tom will stay to end will end his career in in uh in New England. I don't I don't see him playing anywhere else. Unless for some reason the Raiders give him a fucking bag, so uh you did not see the first half of commercials, but in the commercials you did see Dominic, would you like to give us your thoughts on the Super Bowl commercials that you saw? Which one was your favorite out of the ones you saw? Guy uh saw the Tom Brady one. Um, I can't. I can't really think of them off the top of my head. I can't think of. Uh, wow. Yeah. What are you doing, Dominic? Huh? What are you doing? Nothing. Just that. Looking. That you're supposed to uh, look up fan mail questions. But oh, we don't have any. Okay, so now you're just going to be on Instagram and Twitter, just fucking twiddling well, your dick. Me, maybe someone DM, DM the Twitter. Let me double check real quick. You know. Let's see. Uh. Anyways. No. I enjoyed the Rick and Morty Pringles commercial. That was amazing. Okay, yeah, I saw that one too. That's it though. The Google one, you know, made everybody cry and get all up in their feelings. The Planters one with the baby nut. The baby nut can go fuck off Baby Yoda all day. Exactly. You don't even know about Baby Nut, Dominic? So many memes that can happen with Baby Nut. I mean, come on. I mean, you say Baby Nut and it's just making me think of very dirty things. Especially with the studio audience gone and I gave you a homework assignment to watch the halftime show. You know, you give me homework before and I never do it, so you know. Yes, Dominic, how was your uh, homework assignment from a few weeks ago about watching the Aaron Hernandez documentary? Uh, who? Uh, I'm just joking. Who Aaron Hernandez? I drank a couple beers, so. No, you didn't. Shut the fuck up. I know, I'm just mumbling like an idiot because I'm tired and I'm sick. Dominic, we are doing this at 10 o'clock in the goddamn morning. Not 10 o'clock at night where you're like, oh, I hate work, I'm so tired. Dominic, can we ever do a podcast where you're not fucking tired? Well, not tired like, oh, I'm falling asleep. Tired like, damn, I'm still waking up, you know, that kind of tired. You said you dropped off the studio audience at 8.30 in the morning, which means you've probably been up since like 7.30. Yes, you might have went back to sleep, but it's not like you just woke up. Damn. I'm coming out here with all the hot flames. You really really pissed me off last, last night, yesterday morning. Or yesterday morning. You know, Philip never gets this type of heat. 
It's bullshit. I mean, yes, he does sometimes. No, no he did. You know, yeah. I, yes, he does sometimes. Not all the time like me. It's bullshit. Can't work under the stress anymore. That's okay. I did bury him a little bit because he didn't know that Michelle Wilson and George Berrios were not with the company anymore. I mean, shit, I knew that. I know. Good job, Dominic. See? I mean, okay, well, let's be honest here. What Did you say... Did, was this well, your in, talking point? Was no. His, his... In the script, it said WWE stock down. So it's like, oh, okay, he's going to talk about this. Didn't bring it up once. Just said, oh, stock's down. This is... Blah, 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 blah. Which we will talk a little bit more about some uh, some financial stuff when we get to the wrestling world. Okay. Okay. So, the are way too early predictions for Super Bowl 55. Well, first, Dominic, Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers, both good, young teams. If you were to project the next 5, 10 years, which team is set up more for success? Kansas City. Now, the Niners, we have seen teams in the past who lose the Super Bowl, don't really come back. The only real team to do this in the past is the Patriots. It's the Patriots. It's kind of hard to grade them compared to everybody else. Do you think they can bounce back from this next year? No. I, I see them making it to the playoffs, but I see them maybe losing the first or second round. I don't see them going going all the way. Okay, so now your way too early Super Bowl prediction. The Las Vegas... No, I'm joking. Um, this is, uh, is going to be a tough one. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Baltimore Ravens. And hmm. School of the Ravens and the No. Almost of the Chiefs. I know you almost had the Chiefs. I, I was, it, I was waiting to jump on you no, for that. I didn't. I didn't though. Good job. Um, that should have been the AFC championship matchup, but it's whatever the Ravens once again can do it in the playoffs. I I don't know. I don't it's not gonna uh 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 I'm freaking out here. Um let me guess. It's because you don't know which teams are in the NFC. Pretty much. The Raiders. There we go. I don't know. They're in the AFC, Dominic. Okay, that's that's all the time we have. Goodbye. And good night, Bank. I will go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they return to glory. I do think the 49ers slip. I could see them maybe not making the playoffs. They can be another Rams from last year. Coming out of the NFC, I will go with... I want to go with the Saints, because, you know, who dead, and that's my team and all that, but we don't know what's going to go on with Drew Brees. Maybe he's going to retire. Maybe he won't. But I will go with... I'm trying to think of the other playoff teams besides the Packers. I don't think you the Packers... I'm going to go with the Ravens and the Bills. In the AFC Championship? Fuck, god damn it. Okay, yeah, sure. I, fuck you. I. You know, it'd be, wouldn't it just be easier to, like, you have the East and West? Like, fuck this whole fucking, you know, fucking NFC East. No, fucking just have the West Coast and the East Coast, god damn it. God damn. Fucking annoying. Well, you know, Dominic, like the AFC was like the AFL. Like a lot of the AFC teams are the old AFL teams, and the old NFC teams are the NFL teams. No? Nothing? 
I mean, I mean, do you expect me to know this shit? I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm I hoping. like football. All right, bud. I'll go with the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the dumb boys, the Dallas Cowboys. I, I really don't want it to happen because I don't want those Cowboys fans to be all puffing their chest. Maybe they just get blown out by the Chiefs in the end. Sure, let's go with that. I don't know. Okay. I'll make my prediction next week. All right. And then just we got research. the NFL Awards, Dominic. Do you remember or do you know who, who won these awards? I think I, I think I remember, like, one of them. So we will do what our friends over at Trapdoor to Hell did. I will read off the awards, and you will have to guess who won them. Travis was okay. He didn't get all of them right. Didn't get, you know, none of them right. He got a few. So... Start off with the big one. Gotcha. Should be the easiest one, I would say. Who won the MVP, Dominic? That was uh, Lamar. Yes, Lamar Jackson did win it. Unanimous MVP. Obviously, it is a regular season award. Much deserving. Changing the NFL. Everyone was saying, oh, you know, he's kind of the new face of the league. But then in the end, Patrick Mahomes, he wins. And I think, obviously, he is the face of the NFL going forward. Most likely, yeah. Do you think they can bounce back next year? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't made a pick yet. Well, you keep putting them in the at least the AFC Championship. You keep... Maybe there will be some realignment going on. Hopefully. Maybe. Uh, the Offensive Player of the Year. Hmm. <laughs> thinking. 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 Um, oh, ooh, I remember, but I, I, I don't remember. I don't. I don't know. It is the man who broke the record for most receptions in a season. You got nothing. Nothing. Michael Thomas from the New Orleans Saints. Who? Sounds like a bum. Now let's move on to the defensive player of the year. (laughs) It's like I remember seeing the sheet and all that other shit. And like I, I remember them. But could I you at least give me a guess and not just completely embarrass yourself? Uh, fucking Eric Weddle. I don't know. Eric Weddle, who is retired, he announced his retirement a few days ago. So shout out Eric Weddle. But no, Eric Weddle did not win the Defensive Player of the Year. Kind of close. In the AFC, a defensive back in the best defense in the league, cornerback. Stefan Stefan Diggs? Not the wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I don't know. Cornerback for the New England Patriots, Stefan Gilmore. I, what the fuck am I supposed to know this? Stefan Gilmore, the best corner in the league, maybe. Best defensive player in the league. Hmm. Nothing. Nothing. You got absolutely nothing. nothing. Wow, we're off to a rip roaring start here. We're only we're only halfway through. The offensive rookie of the year, Dominic, I feel as though you should get this one. Because it was the talk of the town, literally. I'm going to say it, and you're going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Josh Jacobs, I don't know. Should have been Josh Jacobs, but no, they gave it to Kyler Murray, quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. I think the reason is Kyler Murray, number one overall draft pick, quarterback. They wanted to give it to him. They gave it to him. I think he played well. I know this might be bias here, but I do think Josh Jacobs had a damn good year, I think, with the, four, or not the 49ers, the Raiders having to play from behind a lot. He was putting up great numbers, even though they weren't running the ball all that often. He did get injured, so I think that did hinder his uh, 
possibility. His possibility of winning it yes. because he only played 14, 13 games out of all 16 like Kyler Murray did. But uh, he got a Super Bowl commercial, so all is well for Josh Jacobs, I guess. Now okay. We, we, got, we got three more of these, Dominic. Let's I'm, I'm going to get at least one more. Uh, okay. At least one more. Defensive rookie of the year. Once again, a Raider could have been in contention for this. Okay, good, because I was going to say Crosby, but I didn't. Good. Close, though. Very, very close. Rookie. D- um, oh, wasn't it, uh, is it Bosa? What's his first name? Nick. It is Nick Bosa. Woo! Good job, Dominic. Yes, Nick Bosa from the San Francisco 49ers. Black Twitter hates him, but the NFL awards love him. He is the defensive rookie of the year. I thought he has really good numbers. Could have been possibly defensive player of the year as well. Max Crosby, great numbers. I think if you put them side by side, they're actually very similar. I think not a lot of people were paying attention to Max Crosby. Nick Bosa, obviously, he has a link with his brother Joey from the Chargers. The Niners were the best team in the league, so I think he did get a lot more publicity, but I think he was much deserving. So then we move on to comeback player of the year. Maybe a little tricky one, because technically this person didn't play the entire year. But definitely a deserving winner. Oh, man. Uh, I'm trying to think who who went out last year. Um, damn. Uh, huh, huh, huh. I, I'm... I'm was this person seriously injured? Like, oh my god, they'll never come back? It was not an injury-related reason. Oh, okay. So this is just, they shit the bed last year, and they did really good this year. Correct. It's a quarterback. I'll give you a Russell hint. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson did not shit the bed last year. No. Oh. He's been consistently good. Um, How many guesses do I get? I'll give you one more. Uh, it was a playoff quarterback, so you're close. Playoff quarterback, a comeback of the year. Um, you know, Jackson got that one. He got that one. Um, I'm going to go with... Oh, uh, Deshaun Watson. I don't know. Ryan Tannehill. Tanny got it. Okay. From the Tennessee Titans. Good for him. Much deserved. And then, to round them all out, coach of the year. Maybe not what you're thinking of at the end of the season, but at the end of the regular season... This one seemed pretty obvious. Harborough? Yes. Which one? God damn it. Uh, is it Jim? John Harbaugh. John, damn it. I get them mixed up. They look the same. They look like they were brothers or something. I know. But uh, yes, John Harbaugh does get the coach of the year. For That's what, three for... What do we do, seven? What? Was that three for seven? Uh, you were, yeah, you're three for seven. You got, you got Bosa, Jackson, and Harbaugh. So good job, Dominic. How many did Travis get? I, not, I think maybe two. Maybe two, two or three off the top of my head. Take that. Yeah, so, good job. But you did put the, uh, Bills and the Ravens in the hey, Super Bowl, Hey, shut the so. fuck up. Shut the fuck up and keep reading your paper, alright? Well, finally, we got some more football, Dominic. Do you, do you wanna, you wanna give us the voice? Do you wanna give us the Vince voice? What are we gonna talk about, Dominic? No, I don't want to do it. You can do it. I'm sick. You should do We're going to talk about the XFL. It's coming back, damn it. It's uh, I can't do it literally now. a minute away. It is almost 11 o'clock Western Standard Time, and that is when the XFL season kicks off. They had a commercial for the XFL in the Super Bowl. 
Now, I'm not very excited. I'm interested to see what is going to go down. I have, I'm surprised I haven't seen so much advertisement. I think I'd be just bombarded with it being in the sports and wrestling bubble. But, Dominic, your thoughts and your excitement level or interest level for the XFL? I mean, can we turn it on? I mean, I guess I we mean, could turn it on. You know, I have it recorded so I can go back and watch it later. Dominic, have you But been... I'm, I'm not going to really get to watch it because, you know, I'm going to go home, do a couple, take a shower, get ready, and then I have to go pick up the studio and then go to Moraga. But, you know, like... Why do you have to go to Moraga? I thought you didn't have work today. No, that's where we're meeting my, my cancer friend. Oh, your cancer... Oh, you have a cancer friend? Yeah. I... Well, this just said new, cancer New co-worker. to the audience, but oh, not new to you. We got ESPN on ABC. Oh my gosh, the XFL! Oh, oh look at all the DC Defender. What? Look at all those fans. You love to see it. Okay, you think it's more football fans or more wrestling fans? Pretty sure it's more football fans. And there's Cardell Jones, former Ohio State quarterback. So Dominic, have you been keeping up with the XFL? And have you do you know like the rules and regulations? What's what is making the XFL different? No, not really. But then again, I do remember some of it, but I don't remember right now. I'm too busy watching this. Well, I'm going to turn it off and mute it later on because I, I can't trust you to focus on two things at once. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, so, damn. The XFL, I, I, I don't understand really their marketing strategy. It's like, it's football. You like football. Come watch more football. Doesn't really get me excited. I know they can't do old school XFL where they... They're just going to murder everybody on the field, but I felt like you could have done a little bit more to hype up and give us a reason why. Like, at least tell us, like, the rules a little bit or tell us why it's different and get us excited, not just, it's football. You like football. Come watch our football. I mean, do you think with the, um, what, what was the one that, uh, what was the league that just folded like a year ago or two years ago? What was the league? Um, remember we talked about... I can't remember the fucking name of it. Remember like they started playing and they just had to stop mid-season? What, what league was that? Do you remember? I remember. It's not the AFL, was it? That would not be the AFL. What was it called? It was called the A... A... F. F. Oh. The American Alliance of Football. Do you think with them folding and then now XFL coming, do you think the XFL has a better chance? Because if people were interested in AAF, it's... I don't exactly know the XFL's financial situation, but it seems as though they have a lot of money behind it. Don't know exactly how much money. Shout out to Progressive. Bro, that field looks shitty. What are they, in D.C. in uh, early February? It's probably not going to look that great. And look at that great D.C. defender. Bro, are you kidding me? Like, you gotta be on. You, you gotta be honest right now. Oh, this isn't even the uh, the DC field. This is a soccer field. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Where's my boy Pat McAfee for the brand? Pat McAfee should be doing this. He is doing it. He's on the field. Oh, he, he's, he's the sideline reporter. He's gonna be running up and down the field in the huddles, asking the boys what's going down. No, he ain't. I'm trying to bet. They're gonna throw it down to Pat McAfee any second now. And they're gonna mute it, right? So they're gonna hear Pat McAfee's voice. I mean, I, I did record it because I didn't expect you to ask me to turn the show on. I mean, you're recording on. it. You can, you know. I could turn it off. But then, you know, I know you'd be so disappointed. So sad. Well, you know. Are they going to be playing on Saturdays? Are you playing on Sundays? Like, what's the schedule like? Do you know? There's two games today, two games tomorrow. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. 
any wrestlers gonna come on? You know, completely different. No, I think Roman Reigns should be there. You know, just a no real integration. She look eight teams, two, two divisions. divisions. Unfortunately, I don't think it's. Oh, look, it's it, it divided into west and east. So Dominic can tell the difference between but, the look, two, two teams conferences. In Texas, one in L.A., one in what Seattle? That is Seattle, Dominic. Yes. Shout out, Mr. G, giving you great geography. Four week regular season, hundred thousand dollars per game. What the fuck does that mean? They make a hundred dollar, hundred thousand dollars per game, making that big money. And then there's the playoffs. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> and any final thoughts on the XFL? Do they finish? You, well, you, you, well, you got to turn it off because I'm gonna keep fucking. Looking I, I at think it. they, because you're a fucking child and you can't do two. No, things No, because I want to watch football. Oh. Yeah, you, I turned it off, Dominic. You, your XFL privileges have been taken away because you can't be trusted with them. Okay. Now, the XFL lasted one season. Did not last a second season, but that is better than what the AAF did last year. Do we see a second XFL season? I hope so. I mean, okay, take that back. Depends how they do, but I would be hopeful. As Dominic kicks a big old yawn, because not only is he sick, he is tired as well. <laughs> not, not tired. He's like sick and tired, tired of being sick and tired. There you go. That's better. There you go. So now let's move on to the world of professional wrestling and continuing on with some of those dumb... Don't fucking check your phone. Sorry, no, I was just looking and said, oh, XFL's back, oh. Mm. The world of finances and stuff in WWE, they had their quarter four conference call on Thursday, and the big news everyone's talking about is possibly the WWE Network getting a major shakeup and possibly the pay-per-views getting moved off of the network to another streaming platform, another service. Dominic, as a loyal, loyal WWE Network subscriber who doesn't, you know, pirate or password share from somebody else. Yes. What are your thoughts on possibly WWE making this move? So And, and it could happen as soon as, like, two months. By the next me if I'm wrong. So you're saying that pay-per-views will no longer be on the network, or... We're not exactly sure what this means. Just Vince McMahon came out and talked about that. They are looking at some radical... I don't know exactly the exact wordage, but he talked about some radical changes and maybe shopping around the pay-per-views. We don't know if this means all of them, just WrestleMania, Mania, Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, what exactly this all means. But uh, I, I don't think this is a good move for WWE. Yes, it might be uh, financially worthwhile because they can make a lot of money in the short term, but I think in the long term it's going to hurt their business and the uh, the the fan dedication or whatever that they have right now is already kind of windering away. And if you ask people who have been used to paying 10 bucks a month for whatever it's been, five years at this point, six years at this point, and now you're going to ask people to spend 60 bucks for a show, that's, I don't know exactly how long or how sustainable that could be. Do you, so, I'll ask you a question, bef- but before I ask, let me, let me, when the network came out, would you, if they said you can have a select plan where you can only watch just pay-per-views or just old shows or, you know, like you could select a plan... Would you do it that way? There has been talks of some plans and stuff coming out. If I were to get a plan, 
I mean, the only real reason I watch the network is to watch the live shows. Sometimes I'll sit down and I was watching like a lot of Royal Rumbles before the before the Royal Rumble, but for the most part, I just have the network to watch the live shows. So I would assume that would be the most expensive tier. So I would be one of those people who pays the most expensive tier, even though I don't really use it for much else besides the live shows because I really love NXT Takeover. I watch the shows. Don't really watch a whole lot of stuff else. I know they have documentaries and other shows, but there's just so much shit going on, so much other stuff to watch that. Yeah. So basically, you're saying that if it was, you know, if there was like a tier, like maybe a little bit more expensive. So it was 15 bucks a month, and all all you can do on the network is watch live events. So that's takeovers and pay per views, and any like little special like live thing they do like the super showdown or you know uh they decide to do like a you know tribute for the troops from like whatever you'll be cool with that but that means you can't do any of the special programming and you can't do any old raw smackdown wcw anything like that you rather have just the live events for 15 bucks a month i don't think that's what they would do i think if they were to take away the extra content i think that, that would if I was their financial advisors. I would just say, like, look, having nine ninety nine, you get all the live stuff, but then you don't get all the extra shit. But no, I don't want to fourteen ninety nine. You get everything you, you get want. Everything plus progress and ICW and whatever the fuck else they got and evolve and shit like that. But we have to stay tuned to find out about that. As as we talked about, maybe this big news is going to happen in a matter of a couple weeks. So. And the next thing you know, you go to log in, and you're logged out permanently. Because Dominic changed my password. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, some people who are coming to WWE. we got some signings. Timothy Thatcher, who I've seen at the gym multiple times. You know, we're like best friends. See, you, you had the chance to maybe like try to get it in with him. Be like, hey, you know... A podcaster, I'm not trying to bug you, but you know, like, hey, it would be me. He was on the Stairmaster, I didn't want to bug him, and I wasn't about to, like, go up there and try to talk to him while I was on the Stairmaster. Yeah, because you'd be huffing and puffing. Coming from the person who gets lightheaded, going to the gym for, like, 20 minutes. I'd... That was one time, and I. Can we talk about the time? The... Out. Can we talk about the time the studio audience were on the Stairmaster for, like, five minutes and almost literally died? No. Yes. Let's, let's talk about Let's Let's, let's talk let about some more studio audience stories. No, no it's fine. Why not? You want to bury the studio audience? We're deeping up. We're 50, 50 minutes into the podcast. There's no way she's listening to this. No. Pussy. I, I eat pussy, bitch. No, you don't. I know. <laughs> I sniff pussy, bitch. Okay, that's better. Uh, Timothy Thatcher has signed with WWE as well as Killer Cross. Yes, Mr. Smoke Show. Uh, we don't exactly know what the rules will be. Timothy Thatcher has a link with Walter, so maybe he'll be an NXT UK killer cross. A lot of people wanted him, sought after talent, had made a name for himself in Mexico and on Impact. So, Dominic, yeah, I, I assume you're more familiar with Killer Cross's work. What do you think these two guys can add to NXT? Because I assume they're going to go there first. Well, okay, Here, here's my f- belief. My belief is you would have Cross and and Scarlet, right? Together, since they are together, or would you keep them separated because you don't want to diminish Scarlet's in-ring ability or what she's training to become? We haven't seen Scarlet at all on NXT. We saw her one time in a backstage role, like 
trying to look after Candace or so because NXT loves to do the angles where someone gets killed in the parking lot. And Scarlet came out and did something, so we haven't really seen her. We I, I don't even know she she's posted some photos, but she hasn't really posted photos of her wrestling on tour NXT or anything like that. So we don't exactly know what her role will be. I'm not against teaming them up. I thought they were a good act. And you have Chelsea Green and Rob Stone. I don't know what Rob Stone is doing. Maybe that can be something in NXT. I think Timothy Thatcher going over to NXT UK. I think that's a, a good move. I think he could be a good player coach. I think he's a good talent. don't know how much WWE thinks of him. But I like him. I hope he gets a, a nice shot over there in the UK, if that's what they want to do. Is he Is he a... I, like you said, I know more of Killer Cross, but is Timothy Thatcher is he a uh, more of a UK wrestler? Or is he? I know you've seen him here, but is he that wrestled just... a lot in the Bay Area? But he is from Britain. Oh, if you didn't listen to me, I said he has a connection to Walter. But that that, that I would I could have a connection to him and not know him. You never know. I'm just saying, like you know, see if you if you see him if you see him fucking at the gym, man, you should fucking be like, hey, congrats, bro. I, I think he's probably moved permanently to Orlando. But God damn it. Missed the shot. So your chance. You fucking blew it, man. I know. I completely blew it. God. I'm sorry. I should have went to the gym. Yeah, if you went to the gym, you could have done it, but then you would have been, you wouldn't have known who the fuck he was. I'm like, hey, uh, who the fuck are you? Or I probably would have told you to, you know, feed me some, you know, put my headset in, my, my little AirPod in. You could be like, okay, he was a pro wrestler. This, that, this, that. And I can just like, start like sucking his dick there and be like, oh, you're the best, man. Fucking, I love all your matches with Walter. Oh my God, this, all oh, this. Oh. And then next thing you know, he's sitting on that couch right next to you and we're talking about it right now. You done? Yeah. We got... I can go home? No. Oh. Uh, SmackDown happened yesterday. We're not going to really talk with Dominic. I, I think I already know the answer. Did you watch SmackDown? Yes. What was the main event of SmackDown? Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus... Oh, who was it? Uh, was it uh, Mandy and Sonya? I can't remember. I know it was Alexa and Nikki. You know it was Alexa and Nikki. Yeah. On yesterday's SmackDown. I'm going to cough. Hang on. <coughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Exactly, because it was a number one contendership match. You started off with Alexa Bliss. You are on the right track, but no, it was Carmella... Naomi and Dana Brooke. So, uh, Goldberg is returning to WWE, and he I think is retiring. No, probably should have, but he is going to wrestle at Saudi Arabia at Blood Money Five to take on the Fiend Bray Wyatt. So exciting! Just can't hide it. Um, why? Because he's going to do it for his kid. Because Goldberg hasn't made enough money. He needs some of that blood money to put his kid through college. Can Goldberg win? Doubt it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. We're done. We're done. SmackDown. We're done for. Oh, uh, you know, we still have a lot of stuff to talk about, Dominic. You know, you just kept going on and on. You wouldn't shut your mouth. Fuck. So happens, folks, when you're a little poor kid from South Africa. But you wouldn't know anything about that. No, I don't, because I'm a rich-ass motherfucker from San Lorenzo! Double or Nothing is returning to Las Vegas. AEW announced it on Tuesday. So, here's the thing. 
Okay, so that we're live planning on the air right now. We haven't. We never actually. We haven't talked about it yet. We, well, okay, we, no, because we have t- we have guaranteed tickets through the Big Bro. Okay, so what? But, I'm gonna, but how much? How much? He do we said. Get? Th- this is what he said. He said you can have either uh, three really, 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 really good seats or three eh, seats, but he'll also get us dinner. But that was him thinking. We were going to go to, like, a Raw, SmackDown here, maybe, like, a, a baseball game or whatever. So, I he t- told me, like, a month or two ago, he was like, oh, are you going to get these tickets or not? And I'm like, well, waiting to see what happens if they're going to go back to Vegas. He's like, oh. So, what I'm going to tell him is I'm going to say, let Brandon pick the seats, let everything go through Brandon, a.k.a. you, my lovely co-host. Well, no, what are the Brandon you be talking about? Well, I mean... I know you have, like, so many Brian friends, but yeah. you don't have any Branded friends. But, you know, I just want to say your name because, you know, sometimes saying people's names really, like, makes them feel better about themselves. So let it all go through Brandon. You pick the seats, you know, and I I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say, you know, fucking, I mean, unless you get, like, you can actually get them, like, fucking front row, front row. The seats we had last year were, like, 100 bucks, and they were pretty damn good. And I liked them. I'm not complaining. Better not fucking complain. Unless we, unless we get fucking Speedo guy next to us again. Um... Or the swingers in front of us. Or the, well, the chick was not that bad. Um, the two dudes, eh, I'm okay. Um, but uh, I would say you pick the seats, and then we'll go through him to get you reimbursed. Or I'll reimburse you, and then he'll reimburse me. You know what I mean? And then and then we can talk about the fun stuff like flights and hotels later. Yeah, you know, and, and this time, I don't know if I, if I would want to take more time off, but I know, like, you can't, you know, so. We'll talk about it. We'll see. Yeah, because it is Memorial Day, so I would love to stay the extra day, but it's just the flights are so expensive on Mondays and sun, compared to Sundays. Unless we do, like, the red eye or something, right? Unless we do, like, you know, we go we get there, like, Wednesday. Go Wednesday. I say we, you know, if we're just spitballing, I'd say we go Wednesday night, but then that's, like, another extra day of... That's like almost like a dead day because you would have to still pay for the hotel, but then we're not really doing anything that day. So I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, as long as it, see now that this is the second time we're going to Vegas, I'm a little smarter now. Like um, I'm not gonna get conned into spending fucking eighty dollars when we first walked in the hotel. I, I don't you know. told me, you told me, but I'm a nice guy. This time I'm just gonna put my middle fingers in the up in the air and be like, ah, no, fuck you, get away from me. Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Straight up to the room. Take a shit. Go downstairs, put a dollar in the fucking machine, get my free drink on, and pay your your keto. Kino, 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 not, not keto. keto. I can't play keto. I lose it. I lose all the time. Every time. It keeps trying to keep starting, but then never finishes. Yes, sir. Yes. It's almost like Monopoly. You you always start to play, but then you never actually finish. But I'm gonna play roulette because I'm putting a hundred dollars on black, baby. We're putting a hundred bucks on the A's going to the World Series. Well, I'm going to fucking bet whatever team wins the fucking Super Bowl. It's going to dump orange Gatorade because I would have fucking won money. Yes, good job, Dominic. You got some of the prop bets right. Now, let's finally talk about some actual wrestling. We got Raw on Monday, as it normally happens on Monday. Ricochet is the pseudo number one contender to the WWE Championship as he will face Brock Lesnar at Blood Money 5. He beats Rollins and Lashley in a triple threat match. And as soon as Ricochet gets the win, big red Brock Lesnar comes out, F5s him, and... Big Red. Big Red? We call him Big Red. Because he's red, and he's big. But there's a Big Red machine. You can't call him Big Red. I didn't call him the Big Red machine, I just called him Big Red. Hmm. Yes. So we're going to get Ricochet and 
Brock Lesnar at Blood Money 5, Dominic. I'd much rather have seen Bobby Lashley. I'm sorry, like, give him something that's not Rusev and, you know, boring as fuck. Give him some, some meaning, man. You know what I mean, bro? We don't exactly know what's going on with Rusev. The internet says that there's his his contract is coming up to an end, which would make sense of why he got jobbed out those few matches he had with Lashley. We have to, have to stay tuned and find out. He did change his name on Twitter, or his handle, uh, not his handle, but whatever the display name is to his, his shoot name, brother. So read that in to what you will. I completely fucked up that AW first. confirmed. Yes, Rusev to AW confirmed. And then we got some more tag team action. We got AOP and now Murphy. Not Buddy Murphy. His buddy has been chopped off. He ain't your buddy guy. God damn it, really? He ain't your guy friend. He ain't your friend, buddy. Stop doing that. Then, they uh, so AOP and Murphy defeat KO and the Viking War Raider experience after KO tries to beat everybody, but then he just can't. Nothing really to explain there. It happened. I mean... Nobody got hurt, that's all we can ask for. Exactly. Then we get Drew McIntyre continuing on with his little shtick. Says he's going to beat Mojo Rawley in three seconds. And then he does. Kicks him. And we thought maybe Mojo maybe get a little bit of a push in terms of a 24-7, you know, standards, but just gets completely buried. You know, if it was R-Truth, R-Truth would have lasted at least, like, five. You know, probably would have hit the splits, turned around, went to the kick, and then Claymore kick him, you know, whatever. But, you know, what do I know? Nothing. You know some things. You knew that the Chiefs or the winning Super Bowl team was going to dump a watch Gatorade on their coach. So That is very true. Did Philip guess that? He didn't even know what Gatorade is. No, I don't know. You know, he's on the... He's doing intermittent fasting. So the reason why I called you so early is because we didn't go to Denny's after we went to SmackDown. Oh my fucking God, are you serious? We went to Wendy's oh. beforehand. Well, I didn't get anything. He got something. You'll never guess what his order was. Apple pecan chicken salad. No. He ordered two Baconators, protein style, with no cheese. So he's got bacon and beef. So basically, it's two beef patties with bacon wrapped in lettuce. He is fucking un-American. I'm sorry. That is not American. All in all, that was ten bucks. Those two burgers are ten bucks. <sighs> I don't... Yeah, I... Dominic, if you want to shoot, shoot on Philip. Go, go right ahead. No, I'm, I'll just have to, you know, maybe we'll go to a wrestling event one day, and, and then when he goes to uh, wherever we go to, out to eat, and he says, "Oh, this, that," I'm be like, "No, you're fucking getting a bun, fucking commie bastard." Your anaconda don't want unless it got buns on. Damn fucking right. Probably should have started off with this, but Randy Orton comes out to kick off Raw. And he kind of cuts a promo, not really, kind of very reminiscent to the Roman Reigns promo all those years ago after he beat The Undertaker. And he didn't really say a whole lot, got a lot of heat, and he said he can't do this and walked away, so they're definitely milking this Orton and uh, Edge storyline. Uh, no, he's saying Edge, you know. He's been I, gone said, for I, was almost, I was almost going to say Orton and Randy Orton. I almost said Orton twice, but yeah, I caught myself. Because said Adam. I would have been like, who? That's his real name. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did you know he's married to Beth Phoenix? Who? Beth Phoenix. Oh my god, my mind's blown. They have kids together. You know he fucked Alita? Live on air? Mm-hmm. Saw some titties. You okay there, Dominic? You need to go to the bathroom? No, I'm just getting antsy. Okay. Can't sit still for long. I got restless leg syndrome. Are you going to talk about this promo? 
I mean, it was it's very lackluster. I mean, you know, they say silence speaks volumes and whatnot, but you know, I don't. I hope this isn't what they do to Edge every fucking time he comes back. Because I think he has how many dates or how many matches a year is his contract? Like, Five matches a year. Allegedly, that's what the internet says. You know, but I would hate to be you know. Every match, it's, you know, he gets hit with the chair and then is out for fucking three weeks and then comes back a couple times, does the payoff, and then that's it. I would really fucking find that annoying, so. Something that isn't annoying is Zelina Vega. She comes back, and Humberto Carrillo is there, and she brings out another Mexican in Angel Garza, and he beats up Humberto, and then that leads to Rey Mysterio coming out, and Mysterio takes on Angel Garza and wins via DQ as for Zelina gets involved. So Garza debuting on Raw while Andrade is out with his wellness policy violation suspension. Your thoughts on uh, this whole... Me- L-O-W confirmed. They, or L-W-O. L-W-O, whatever. Low. Latin Order World. I don't know. Latin Order Worldwide. Wide, wide, wide. You know, and they call come out lowriders. Not racist at all. Finally, the match we've all been waiting for, once again, the rematch of Liv, Morgan, and Lana. Liv <laughs> beats her very quickly, and then we get a returning Ruby Riot, Dominic's favorite. We uh, get the swerve, bro, because nobody saw this coming. Ruby comes out all smiles, and then she just pelts Liv. So it looks like we're getting a Liv-Ruby feud going forward. So you mean this is going to be the uh, pre-show match that we are dying to see? Maybe. Maybe. I am high on Ruby. I think she was underutilized. And with the women's division the way it is on Raw, I think that Ruby could be a, a good, solid, beatable heel. Nothing like Shayna Baszler. Shotzi's going to debut on Raw and beat Ruby right. Yes. Because Shotzi's going to be strap a rocket on her and she's going straight to the moon. Damn right, brother. Then let's go on to the Wednesday Night Wars as AEW wins again in the ratings. Dominic I know you watch both shows, obviously, because you're a huge fan, but which show did you like better? Um, I think I think I would have to go with, sadly enough, I'd go with AW this week. They kicked off with John Moxley taking on Ortiz. We got Jericho and Jake Hager at the commentary. Moxley wins, and eye for an eye, he stabs Santana in the eyeball. Which is legal, and he should be arrested. Uh, later on in the show, they have a promo with the inner circle, and I love Jericho, just the hypocrisy of him saying, what kind of animal would stab somebody in the eye? I thought that was just great heel work. Well, I mean, Jericho was probably the goat of wrestling, so. Yes. Uh, we get SCU. Did you say he is, or yes? Doesn't matter, it's the same thing. I mean, because he's not the goat. He is a goat, but he's not the goat. I mean, let's not let's not yes. get into the goat debate right now. We got SCU defeating the best friends. We got some more Orange Cassidy shenanigans with the Dark Order coming out, and we they're teasing trying to recruit Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels says, "Eh, eh, the Dark Order still a thing. Don't I don't hate it, but I don't love it." Yeah, it's you know, it's your just, cousin I'm, that comes over on Christmas and is cool, but then when you see him on Facebook, you're like, "I ain't gonna add you." He's your MAGA cousin? What the fuck is a MAGA cousin? MAGA cousin. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Uh, but 
Yeah, I, I think it's all just building around the Exalted One or whatever the fuck it's called, and hopefully it's Matt Hardy or some big reveal that gives us hope that this will all work out. I'm hoping it's not Brody Lee, because I would hope Brody Lee is just, or Luke Harper is a single star. Yeah. But, you know, he could be with Dark Order and then be the head, like, you know, how Bray was the head of the Wyatt family, Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper, could be the head of Dark Order. Quite possibly. We get Yuka Sakazaki taking on a Dr. Britt Baker, and she actually wins. And then Britt, at the end of the match, takes out Sakazaki, takes a tooth out, we get some blood. Pretty sure that was some working blood and teeth. But, uh, yeah, I... If they're building a Brit for, you know, they're building her up as maybe one of the top, or she's like the most built act for the women's division, why don't you just have her win? And I would thinking like a Brit baker Riho match is something that would be somewhat intriguing, so why don't you just have Brit win here and then do the the attack afterwards? I, I didn't like that, and it didn't make any sense to me. I mean, it, but then wouldn't you, in reali- realistically here, if she won and attacked her, wouldn't they reverse the decision anyways? I mean, maybe, but we haven't seen any precedent of that. True, that is very true. But, I mean... Unless they're going to have Sakazaki be the new Riho, and maybe Nyla Rose wins the title, and then Sakazaki's the new Japanese babyface to win the title, I don't know. See, and that that's what's sad about the women's division in AEW, is a lot of it's like, I, I don't know, I don't know. And that and that's what I'm afraid that the, you know whoever books this shit for them is doing the same thing. I don't know, just uh, Britt loses and, I don't know, This uh, she can win and this happens. I don't know. That's what's happening. The booker, I would assume for the women's division, is Kenny Omega, and he was in a match with the Young Bucks and his tag team partner, Adam Page. They lose, though, to the Butcher, Blade, and the Lucha Bros. The hangman continues his little split with the Young Bucks. He was trying to be a hero, and he ends up losing to the Lucha Bros. So finally, the Lucha Bros get a win. It's been a long damn time. So, continuing on with that story. So, it's a good match. Maybe a little too spotty, but good high-paced action. Well, I mean, you got the Young Bucks, Lucha Bros, and Kenny Omega. So, I mean, those are your spot people right there. Bunch of spot monkeys. No psychology. That's kind of racist, but okay. It's racist? Yeah, why not? Why Why is it racist? You call Mexicans monkeys. That's very racist. Two out of the five I mentioned are Hispanic, people of color. You can't call them monkeys. Okay. Okay, Dominic, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole with you. We get... How much Oscar say? How much Oscar say? We got a... Oh, didn't even talk about the Oscar... Becky Lynch stuff at the, uh... Those glasses. I love Becky, but... God, that was so cringy. I mean... The deal with the glasses, those are... Those are so... So shit. But, I, I hated that. But, do you think it's a way for them just to be like... Oh, look, Becky's stupid sometimes. I don't know what the hell they're doing with Becky, but... Going back to AEW, after that Elite match, Pac comes out, cuts a promo, and he threatens Riho... Kenny finally gives him his match, so we're going to get a 30-minute Iron Man match between Pac, or Pac, and Kenny Omega in a few weeks. Should be a good match, but then Nyla Rose comes out, attacks Riho, and then she talks to the camera, calling out Riho, even though Riho was right behind her, so they want you to just turn around and talk to Riho. Because she don't know what she's doing, cuz. 
We get Nyla Rose and Riho next week for the championship. Philip, a big, big fan of Nyla Rose. <laughs> really? Yes. Do we get a new champion here, or does Riho? I think pull I think out? Nyla finally wins it. Does Philip find her attractive? I don't know. I didn't go down that road. You should ask him. Okay. Just ask him. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll bring it up maybe next. Or time. maybe maybe I'll I'll just email the uh, the bullet cast. You know, you never know. With your burner count, big fluff coming no, back. No, I'll send it straight from curveballs and chair shots. Okay. Uh, someone who uh, maybe some people might find attractive, Penelope Ford. Uh, walk. Walks Kip Sabian down the aisle as he takes on her ex-boyfriend Joey Janela. Kip Sabian wins in a okay match, maybe some contrived spots, but that's what happens with Joey Janela. And yeah, Kip Sabian wins. It was fine. Nothing really too much. Are they come. really broken up in real life? IRL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian are together. Oh. IRL. Yeah, that's what I said in real life. But yeah, I thought you're talking. I, I thought you're talking about Joey Janela and Penelope Ford, and so I talked about Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. IRL. Who the fuck's dating who? Maybe who's dating whom? <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> uh, in the main event segment, Cody comes out to get his ten lashings from MJF, and Wardlow helps out a little bit. God, I could not stand this. In 15 minutes. Okay, Dominic got some hot takes because I absolutely love this. So, Dominic, you can go right ahead and tell me why you I just don't this. like the fact that... Don't get me wrong. I, I, I like the lashing part. That's fine. I don't like the fact that, like, Brandy was out there and like, oh, I'm here for you. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Fuck, I'm getting my shit fucking whipped. Fucking, like, that pissed me the fuck. I don't like the fact that people, like, So if you were getting your ass beat, you wouldn't want the studio audience to come out and, like, try to help you and talk you up and tell you that you can get through this and... No, because I'm fucking... I'm not Cody's little bitch ass. I'm fucking taking it. I'm getting pissed off because I can't beat the shit out of this guy fucking taking my 10, I'm fucking staring in your eye the whole time, and fucking just fucking being a man. Fucking bitch-ass Brandy and bitch-ass fucking Arn. Was Goldust there, too? Fuck Goldust, too, if he was. And the Young Bucks. Young Bucks are there, too. No, fuck all of them. I would have been like, get the fuck out the fucking ring, get the fuck in the back, I'm doing this shit, don't need you fucking bitches here. I very much enjoyed this segment. I thought it had... Great drama, great storytelling, you know, having Cody with the connection with the crowd, yes. We've talked about maybe the Cody stuff might be a little too self-indulgent, but at the end of the day, it works, and that's all that matters. The crowd gets behind him. It works, I thought. It built up good drama. I loved it. I loved how it took so long to do all the ten lashes, so by the end of it, you really saw all the welts building up and everything, and it really makes you want to see Cody get his hands on MJF because he's a dirty little motherfucker. No, I hope Cody loses now. I hope Cody loses. I hope that MJF just fucking runs rapid. You know, I hope the next person that gets lashed is Brandy. What's her name? Isn't it Brandy Rhodes? Oh, never mind. I'm going down a really dark, deep hole, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it. I'll, I'll explain it to you after. The, after oh, okay. We get off the air, okay. Oh, Kunta Quinte. You said it, not me. Then we get NXT. <laughs> Uh, Charlotte returns to Full Sail University, so on Raw, Charlotte once again teases that she's going to announce who she's going to face at WrestleMania, then Rhea Ripley comes out and says that you should face me, bitch, and then Charlotte comes to Full Sail, Rhea and Be- Bianca Belair have a little stare down, and, blah, 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 and 
For some reason, Bianca Belair and Rhea, who have never really been friends at all, team up and attack Charlotte. Because that's what makes the dream work is teamwork, my friend. Common enemy makes you meet, you know, you know, if, you know, Josh was here, you know, you, me, friends, make, you know, common enemy makes us friends, you know. Shout out Josh, he's one of the few, of the millions and millions of people who actually listen to the podcast. You're trying to say that so like I go like oh I don't mean it. it's like and he, listens, he understands it and he'll an actually example. listen to both the sports and wrestling. He part, understands so. that it's an example, so I don't need to you know go back on anything. He he, he speaks Dominic. He does. He speaks Dominic. He knows yes. what you're talking about. So yes. I didn't like this segment that much. I really liked Bianca Belair. I thought she came across great, but I I didn't like how Bianca and Rhea teamed up. It's one of the you know it's that raw raw we are NXT bullshit that I'm not a big fan of, and we're gonna have the match next week. So why? It's gonna. I feel as though like the match is gonna be more about who faces Charlotte than who's gonna be the champion. Might be just be one big swerve if Charlotte was like, "Yeah, I'm choosing Becky Lynch." Like, deal with it, and then the glasses come on. Yes, I'd like that. I would not like I that. I know that mean. We get uh, Balor and Gargano a. I don't even know what you would call it. A sit down interview between both of them, and they just go back and forth. I thought it was good, good intensity. Maybe a little cliche and put on. But I thought overall, it was well done. I just don't like... Like, I don't like the fact that... I don't like the Via Satellite shit. Like, you know, I think it would have been better if Johnny went to the ring and started cutting a promo and then Finn cut him off and they went back and forth that way. The the Via Satellite sit-down shit, I don't like it. Okay. I think... uh, you could have made it work. You could have done something like uh, what DC and John Jones did all those years ago. I think they're trying to go somewhere down that route. But I, I would have liked. I've, did they do something like on Raw or something where they were doing a sit down interview between both of them and then someone just got up and went to the room to just beat the fuck out of somebody? I feel like they did that before. Yeah, I think that. Wasn't that Roman? Didn't Roman do that? I don't know. But uh, excited for the match. Should be a uh, hell of a match. Maybe the best match on the show. But in the main, well, I wouldn't say in the main event, but throughout the show, we had the Broserweights come out and they taunted their their win, their Dusty Cup, and we get Matt Riddle being the ultimate stoner bro and doing riddles. Riddle me this, bro. You okay, bro? No, I'm not okay, bro. Uh, then we get blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I, well, this one makes a great pocket. Blah, 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 blah. Wrestling, wrestling, blah, 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 and we're done. Adam Cole beats the fuck out of uh, Tommaso Ciampa, and then that sets up the Broserweights come to save the day, and then we get a tag team match. Ciampa and the Broserweights beat the Undisputed Era after Roderick Strong comes out and interferes. So just kind of one big storyline throughout the entire show that ends in nothingness. Is that why NXT is losing the rating war, you think? Well, there's a lot of different factors, I would say, that equates to why AEW's winning. It's a completely different product. I think it has more hype behind it. I think there's more of a cause, and people will have a statement when they watch it, even though I think consistently NXT is the better show. I wouldn't say it this week, but I think consistently NXT is better. Do you think ratings matter to WWE, or do you think they just say, you know what, they can keep winning it, but our product has been the best thing, like... I think at the end of the day, it's all about the money, and as long as USA continues to pay them TV rights fees to air NXT on USA, 
That's all they care about. Obviously, ratings equate to TV rights fees. So if they're they go down and make you know they go to like four thousand, four hundred thousand people, then obviously they're not going to be paid as much, or maybe just been taken off the air all in general. But I think WWE might have underestimated what AEW was, especially that first week when they come out post or over a million people. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But that'll do it for us for today. One hour and 20 minutes. Probably the... Maybe one of the longest episodes we've ever done. Yeah. I, I don't think it was as long as our uh, Las Vegas recap show, but we will possibly have another one of those coming oh, in the well, near I future. So. I hope so. Get I hope so. Riggity, riggity, wreck, dog. Yeah, dog. Yeah, bro. Bro. Joint. Anyways. Blunt. Thank y'all very much Bong. for tuning in for this marathon podcast. Don't know what we're going to be doing next week, because is the All-Star game next week? I don't even know. Brandon, I, like, I, you got to pay attention to the product, bro. I know. Like That's that's why you're carrying us. Yeah, man. It's, it's give me the laptop. I'll, I'll edit it this week. No, I wouldn't. It, it'd be the, the cat on the keyboard gif. That's, <laughs> exactly. what, that's what it'd be. <laughs> I'll end up deleting everything that's not, you know, curveballs and chair shots related. My porn stash. You have a porn stash on there? What? It's not labeled porn stash, because you can't label that. You have to label it like, you know, like, work stuff. And then I go, wait, he doesn't have a job. Click on it and just see, you know, Brazilian fart porn. Yep, because that's what we love here on the podcast, but we're, you guys are never going to listen to it. Nope. Because that's the long-lost episode that we're never releasing until maybe one day something happens and we have nothing to put out there, so then I just and throw it out there. And or I piss off Brandon enough that he says, fuck you in the podcast, and he releases it. Okay, thank you all very much. Bye, good night. Have a lovely XFL Saturday and Sunday. Goodbye, good night. Uh, Bye-bye.